Hello and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week I'm speaking to Samira Ben-Lalula, founder and publisher of Extra Extra, the erotic arts magazine that presents what it calls the mundane and sensual city life. The contemporary urban experience is right at the heart of this magazine, and of course, that experience is more disrupted now than pretty much anyone can remember. So I was really interested to hear what they're doing to adapt and cope with the restrictions surrounding coronavirus. We felt those difficulties in a very real way, just setting the call up. Uh, We were going to speak via Skype, but Samira couldn't make that work on her computer. And then we had trouble with Zoom and Google Hangouts before we resorted to the very 20th century technology technology of the telephone. So for this episode, you're going to be hearing my phone on loudspeaker uh, with Samira in Rotterdam and me here at home in London. It was very lovely speaking with her though, so I hope you'll enjoy this conversation with Samira from Extra Extra. Samira, thank you so much for joining me. Yes, thanks. Uh, Thanks for, for having me. So now we have found a way to speak to each other. Uh, I'd love you to tell me uh, a little bit about what is this magazine Extra Extra? So Extra Extra is a magazine. It's uh, a cultural magazine. Um, The focus of the magazine is eroticism and its intertwinement with the city. Mm -hmm. Um, So it comes from this idea that we are... Uh, we are for longer or for shorter times connected to to cities. And um, if you are, well, at the moment, it's, it's sadly, it's not possible to travel. But if you are in a, in a city that you don't know so well, then your senses are very um, um, open or you are very alert and you are very eager to encounter a new person or have to have a new experience. Mm-hmm. The, do you know, there are so many things these days that in this weird, like isolated time, suddenly seem like these kind of impossible relics of the past. And, and even just that description of somebody being in a city that they don't know and wandering around and kind of encountering things, just it, it feels incredibly remote now. It is, but the nice thing is that you can travel in your mind. This sounds almost corny, but it is. It is. I think it's similar to reading, or even if you experience uh, uh, music when you go to a concert, or if it's like very loud or very uh, uh, something that really touches you, then you are also at an other place than you are than you are physically. Mm, 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 mm. So I think also this is this is something that saves us at the moment. And so tell me then a, a little bit about you know how how is all of this affecting what you're doing because you've got a new issue out now. The, you know you, you would ordinarily be doing a bunch of stuff to promote your magazine. What mm-hmm. what's what's happening for you now? Oh, well, we also organize around the magazine. We also have live events, but sadly we have to postpone them uh, and hope for uh, moments that we can uh, meet uh, meet everyone again. 
But at, uh, for now, we are thinking and working on, not even only think, but we are working on radio shows. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, to, and to experience the radio as an event. Mm -hmm. Because audio is something that you've been doing for a long time anyway, isn't it? Yes, because audio, I think, is a very... Uh, uh, a voice can be very erotic, of course but also music, and it, uh, I think audio is a very important uh, part to uh, experience the erotic. Mm, mm, mm. So g give me some examples, tell us about the things that you've done. <laughs> oh gosh, now we are getting very personal, I think. <laughs> um, I, 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 yeah, I, mean, I should be clear, I mean examples of things you've done in the past, not things ah. that you personally find very erotic. Uh, that we have that well, we have a playlist, uh -huh. music playlist, and we commissioned uh, uh, artists to have an uh, an audio work. So one of the artists, Ekle Budifitete, she, for instance, has a work that is um, uh, about the erotics uh, of objects. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm for instance, for, for stones and other objects. Mm -hmm. And we also try to connect this back to the to the magazine. So magazine, the magazine, of course, is always is print, it, and this is this very, well, um, I think it's nice that it has different, uh, different speeds. So you read something, can be a short story, and uh, I'm, I'm and like an essay or an interview, you need a little bit more time. Mm. And the idea is also that like with the music and the, the playlist and the audio files, you can listen to it while you are reading, for instance, the magazine. Right, right. So you basically, you, in an ideal world, you see the two very literally working together like that. Yes, yes. One of the things that I've always really liked about Extra Extra is the specific tone that you managed to hit with it. And this is right from the when I saw the, the first issue. There's this tone which is very seriously and sincerely engaging with the subjects. But then there's also this sense of playfulness to it as well. The, what, what are you trying to uh, achieve with the, this tone that you're using? Um, well, I think for, to start uh, to being playful is is uh, is also is a very uh, relevant element uh, uh, in erotics and also in uh, in city life. Mm -hmm. And people tend to be far too serious. On the other hand, if you say or oh, see it as a very sincere, I think sincere is perhaps more to the point than serious. Uh, so, for instance, for the for the interviews, at a certain point, uh, I and the team we came to this idea that the erotic is so important for creative makers for 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 culture. Uh, it's so expressive, and I think even in daily life, it's not always. Um, I wouldn't say allowed, but it's perhaps more difficult. It seems to be more difficult to express yourself in um, in an authentic way. 
Mm, mm. Does, does this make sense to you? And, and, and do you feel, is that because it just is generally always difficult or is this because of specific restrictions that you see placed on us at the moment? I think also now with Corona times, there are people ha have to to protect yourself to all kinds of things that you are not so sure about. So the erotic is, of course, always uh, has always a part of risk in mm, it, mm. which makes it very interesting. Mm. And perhaps it is with a lot of uncertainties that it is more difficult to be to be daring mm, mm. and we we so by uh giving the floor to uh, uh to artists uh, designers writers to express this or to tell about it it is a possibility for readers to be a little bit more well to to feel free and expressive mm. and, and all even beyond this this current uh, you know crisis that we're in now, one of the things that uh, I hear publishers say quite a lot is that um, I guess the the main way that we interact with each other these days is through uh, social media and through the, these platforms, which are actually very carefully mediated, and so uh -huh. you you basically you end up in a situation where I think some people go to print because they're able to say things there and, and and publish things that, for example, they wouldn't be able to on Instagram or Facebook or, or something like that. Yes, most definitely. Yes, I think print is, is a very uh, relevant uh, instrument mm. to start a discussion or to uh, to try things, to, to things that you are not completely sure about, to to test them or to have an interaction or a dialogue with either a peer or a reader. Mm, mm, mm. So could, can you tell me a bit about where this all started? The, like what, what was it that first made you want to start publishing this? Ah, yes, at a, I, I think at a certain point I, I was thinking about the relevance of uh, intimacy and and what i was saying the way we f freely express ourselves in in daily life and um, and the erotic is both very personal of course but it's also something that people uh, immediately connect with mm. and i think the, the the sexual and the free free expression is very relevant for creative thinking and also for for people to read about it. Mm, mm, mm. And, and so you're on the masthead as founder and publisher, but there's a, a whole team that, that is working uh, with yeah. you on this. So how, how did you all first come together and, and start working in this way? Uh, I, uh, I invited several people to uh, think about this idea and then on a very fluid way, uh, uh, we started the first issue and then other people were also coming with this group was uh, like a growing group and other people and other left as, as things go so it was a it's a very fluid way of uh, of uh, working 
And what I particularly like is that uh, there are several, the, everyone is like situated in a different city. So we have a few uh, like Natasha Hoor and Fatal Schustek, they live in London, and David van der Leer and Paul Dallas, they live in New York. Uh, so that's, it's all kind of different perspectives uh, and networks are connected. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I see, yeah. Uh, and I mean, <laughs> the, the strapline on the front of the magazine uh, is Nouveau Magazine Erotique. Uh, and as I say, you've got a new issue out, so that's issue 14. So I, I guess not so nouveau these days. Yes, there are more people who refer to this, but it's such a lovely way of uh, addressing a magazine. Mm. And you can, you could advocate that the erotic is always a new experience. Mm or an other experience or at least it is another way because the erotic is uh, very much connected it's very one-dimensional connected to pornography and there are so many more uh, interesting ways to speak about the erotic mm, i mm, think mm. i think that's where we are aiming for so i think the nouveau is still uh, valid uh, to use. And, and so, tell me then, what's the in in this vision of the erotic that you have? Do, have there been stories over the years that have really encapsulated that and the the way that you uh, see eroticism? It's difficult to 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 select one, but I, for instance, like in the in our last issue. There's an interview with uh, Franco Bifo Berardi, and he speaks about the use of language and flirtation uh, in a philosopher. He's a philosopher, so in a philosophical uh, way, and he speaks about uh, impotence. Mm. And um, so that's, I think, a different take on. It's not your first thing that comes to mind when you speak about the erotic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I guess that there, there are not many porn movies based around impotence, I'm, I'm guessing. Mm, yes, yes, I think so. And another example is uh, also in the last issue, we have an interview with Pedro Costa. He's a, a film director based in Lisbon. And he has a beautiful film, which is called Vitalina Varela. And this is, has a lot to do with mourning mm. and coming coming from uh, and, and traveling. So, well, she, she, is, she comes back to Lisbon to, to bury her husband that she hasn't seen for, uh, I think, for over two decades. So it's longing, remembering, and uh, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a very interesting film. And also, it has a different perspective of the city of Lisbon mm. because it's it's in a neighborhood that you would normally it's not in 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 uh, in the travel guides. Right. So it's a deserted kind of. 
lost part of of Lisbon. And, and so, so then really satisfying that other side of the magazine, which is the the exploring the city as, as much as exploring the eroticism. Yes, it looks at the city at a, from a different perspective, from a, from a new uh, encounter, which is perhaps can be glamorous, but doesn't necessarily have to be glamorous mm, mm, mm. To, to, to be erotic or to be of interest. Mm, mm. So, as I say, you're 14 issues in. How has the magazine changed over that time? Yeah, it's uh, to be honest. It's also for me an enormous surprise to to uh, now we are working on issue number fifteen already, hmm. and I think it changed uh, content-wise. So we have a, a stronger focus on on literature. Mm-hmm. So we commission uh, uh, writers to write short stories, short erotic short erotic short stories mm-hmm. and another uh, element is that we also commission uh, uh, essays mm. uh, and, and the essay is so I think it's interesting to have this dialogue between fiction and non-fiction so the fiction is like the expression of the, of something that you are not sure if it is possible, but by by uh, reading it or writing it, then it's already a possibility. Mm. And the non-fiction is uh, is a reflection of things that are there, are available, and uh, it's something that you can. Uh, so I think this dialogue is very interesting mm. and for instance the interview is more about learning learning from others so if we interview for instance an, an architect then we learn through the words of the, the the words are chosen by the architect him or herself mm, 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 mm. so I think it's also interesting that we we are a magazine that doesn't uh, publish reviews, so it's not an opinion on something, or it's not something that is um, uh, advertising an object. Mm, mm. It stands on its own outside of that. Uh, yes, I think so. Yes. So tell me then, you you're working on issue fifteen already. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you see extra extra going over the the coming years? I I think it would be I think it would be uh, fantastic if we can have the magazine and the the the, the online components uh, and the life that they are really like really con- they are connected but that the connection is a little bit stronger. That's interesting. So, so give give me an example. How how would you want to do that? So, for instance, the magazine is is like the 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 starting point, and then if we and if we have events, they are called extra extra night, for instance, and mm. we also have events which are called extra extra club extra extra. Then parts of the magazine are 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 really are brought to life. 
So then there is a re- there is already when you publish something there is an interaction, but it's an interaction from a distance. And with the events there is the possibility to really encounter, for instance, the writer or to encounter or be present at a performance or be present at um, uh, at a, uh, a music uh, a, a music performance or a, a, sm- a short concert. Mm, mm, mm. So this yeah. uh, this idea of uh, publishing and the life, I think it's I find this to me it's very interesting. Well, I know that you had been planning one of those in London for this month and, of course, had to cancel. So uh, I'm looking forward to a day when uh, I can come along to one of those and uh, see it in the flesh. Yes, you're very welcome. (laughs) Very welcome to join us. Excellent. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, And, um, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing this new issue. Yes, thank you. Thank you for this lovely talking to you. Okay, that's all for this week. I'd like to say thanks again to Samira for speaking to me. I love that idea of the print magazine as the starting point and events giving them the opportunity to bring it all to life. I'm really looking forward to a time when they can bring that show to London as they'd initially planned so I can see it all for myself. But in the meantime, of course, we can enjoy the print magazine. Uh, As I record this, we have copies of issue 13 available to buy in the stack shop and copies of issue 14 are about to be made available any day now. So head over to stackmagazines.com forward slash shop to see what we have in there. And if you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please do search for Stack Magazines wherever you get your your podcasts and you'll find lots more conversations with independent magazine makers and of course if you follow us while you're there we'll be able to deliver all our future episodes to you as soon as they're ready. I'm afraid we're still on our reduced schedule of podcasting at the moment so there won't be an episode next week but thanks very much for listening to this one and watch out for our next episode coming in a couple of weeks time.